listening to the Made For More podcast, the show that talks about balancing business, babies, and all the beautiful madness that lies in between. I promise you will learn a lot, you will grow a lot, and you will laugh a lot. But most of all, I promise that you will finally see that you are made for incredible things, and I'm here to help you achieve them all. It's time to stop telling yourself that your dreams are too big and start dreaming bigger. This is the Made For More podcast. Let's do this. Hello, my friend. I hope you're all good today. I'm so excited to bring you this little episode today. I've got a cheeky little Made For More moment today for you, and I haven't done one of these for ages. And these come from something that is, if there's something on my heart or there's a question that I've been asking myself or something that I've just been really, really thinking about and has changed my way of thinking, I always want to bring it to you in this little made for more moment. So first of all, I want to apologise as well for my voice. <laughs> I lost my voice. I've got another cold, which is actually probably part of why I've got here on this subject today, because you know, I've just, I keep getting colds, I keep getting run down, I keep getting to this place where I'm just completely burnt out and wiped out. And I think this is actually why um, the universe put this book in front of me um, and it's really, really had a massive impact on me. So that's what I want to share with you today. So a couple of weeks ago, my mum was telling me about this um podcast that she listened to. It was an Oprah Winfrey podcast um, with a guy called Arthur Brooks. And she told me about it and it was quite like a a bit of a flippant comment, but she was like, oh, it was really, really good. And then um, my friend Rebecca sent me a link to the same podcast, like literally a couple of days later. And she said, oh my God, you need to listen to this. This is so interesting. And both of them hadn't listened to that podcast in ages, but for some reason stumbled across this, this episode. And they both told me about it as well. So whenever that happens, I always, you know, listen to it and I'm like, okay, think I'm meant to listen to this podcast. Anyway, I listened to this podcast and you know when you listen to something or you hear something and it resonates so deeply, it literally feels like a punch in the gut. I listened to it and I thought, oh, that actually hurts. It's so truthful and I can resonate with that so much. And so I bought Arthur Brooks' book, um, from strength to strength, and I've been talking about it a little bit on my in my Facebook group, and it's had a profound effect on me. It really has completely switched the way I'm thinking, and has just kind of given me a real big wake up call. To be honest with you, so I want to share with you a couple of things that I've taken from it, and kind of pose the same questions to you, really, because I think if you were to if I was to ask anyone what they want from life, like you know what what do you want in life, everyone would say, I just want to be happy. You know, that's that's what anyone wants. Anyone just wants to be happy. They want to wake up happy. They want to go to bed happy and live their life in a happy way. And so often we're in a, a pursuit of things and we live our life in search of things that actually really don't bring us happiness. So things like, you know, a big bank, bank balance or a title or a car or a house. And yes, there's there's moments when you first receive those things that you do get that rush of happiness and, you know, um, satisfaction. And you're like, oh, it's like a, you know, a big dopamine hit. But does it actually bring you, you know, deep happiness throughout your life? And I listened to Arthur Brooks' podcast and he said something that it just it was such a wake-up call to me. And he said that if you're a striver, as in you're always striving for more, you're always trying to achieve, you actually become addicted to to achieving. And so actually you end up deeply unsatisfied. 
And the reason for that is because the moment that you achieve something, so say it's a massive goal you've been going for, it's a a goal in your business or it's a, a pay rise or it's a, you know, getting a job offer or whatever it is, getting a car, you strive for that so much. And the moment that you get it, like I said, you get that rush of dopamine, you get that that level of satisfaction. But because the deep-rooted drive of you is achievement, you just immediately go to that next thing. So you achieve what it was that you wanted. You have that maybe day or two max of like, ah, this feels amazing. And then instantly you're looking at that next thing and thinking, right, what can I achieve now? Because it's actually the striving and the achieving that becomes addictive. And I can massively relate to that. You know, there's been, I've always been striving for something in my life and I have actually achieved a lot. I have that thing in my head where if I want something, I know I can get it if I just don't stop working for it and I don't ever take my eye off the prize. So I have actually achieved a lot and I realise that I still actually feel quite unsatisfied with what I've achieved. And it's not that I feel unhappy, but I feel unsatisfied. I have moments of feeling really, um, yeah, unsatisfied, sometimes a bit panicky that I'm like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not achieving enough. I'm just wasting my life. I've not done enough with what I have. And so I'm always looking at that next thing and thinking, what can I achieve? What can I achieve? And the reality check for me when I was listening to him speak was that he said that actually the people that are the strivers, the people that are always wanting to achieve stuff, they end their life unhappier than those that achieve nothing. Because you get to a point, as you get older in your life, you're, you obviously your, your, your skills slow down and you're not as, as quick as you used to be and you are unable to achieve things at the rate that you used to and also at the height that you used to, you know, these, these massive, massive goals. And so instead of getting to that point in your life, the later part in your life and thinking, wow, look at what I've achieved, I've, I've done so much, you actually think I'm not achieving anything anymore and so I'm deeply unsatisfied and actually I'm deeply unhappy. And the idea that I could work as hard as I'm working for my whole life and get to the end of my life and feel unhappy and unsatisfied actually petrified me because I thought what a waste, what a waste of life to get to the end of your life and feel deeply unsatisfied and deeply unhappy because you feel like you haven't achieved anything because actually the thing that you've been addicted to is the wrong thing. You've been addicted to the achievement instead of being addicted to the, you know, the pursuit of happiness. And so, yeah, it's really made me think massively about what I'm doing. And he said that once you achieve something, you actually forget what you've achieved. And I, that's true for me. You know, I've had uh, times recently where I've felt really like, oh God, what am I doing? I'm not achieving anything and blah, blah, blah. And I'd completely forgotten that I'd got to the top level of my network marketing company and only 1% of people get there. I'd completely forgotten that I was a West End performer and a tiny percentage of people ever make it to the West End. And I completely forgot all of those things because I'm so set and so focused on the next thing. How sad is that? And I'm sure that that will be true for lots of you as well. You're sitting here now and thinking, well, I was meant to be at this point in my business or I was meant to have done this and my bank balance is less than it should be and I wanted it to be. And so you feel rubbish and you feel like you're not achieving anything, whereas you forget everything that you've achieved so far. And I actually had this conversation with someone recently. Um, she was she was talking to me about things that you know she's struggling with and 
feeling like she's not getting anywhere. And I just said, how old are you? And she said, 46. And I said, right, I want you to go and write a list of 46 things that you're good at and you have achieved so far. And she was like, oh God, I couldn't do that. But she did it. She went away and she did that exercise and it actually massively helped her realise that she has actually achieved a lot. Um, so yeah, that that in itself has massively woken me up. And he also spoke about the fact that your happiness in the later stages of your life, and I don't mean later stages of your life as in like when you're 60 or 70 or 80, or people think like, oh, when I'm old, when I'm 80, um, actually this can come at, depending on what career you're in, it can come at different points. And for me, I'm really feeling like I'm going into that transition. I'm 34 now and I'm going into that transition, not in my later life, but in a different way of working. And what I've realized now is that I am at my happiest in my work when I'm teaching and I'm helping other people. And he actually said that. He actually said the people that are the happiest in the later part of their life, they commit their life to serving others and teaching what they learn in the earlier part of their life. So as opposed to still trying to hit those goals and still trying to be innovative and fresh and, um, you know, vibrant and trying to create all of this stuff, they switch into this mode of passing that knowledge and wisdom onto other people. And that is where they get deep satisfaction. So it's not that they're now striving to hit those massive goals themselves. They're actually passing that onto others. And that's how they get that deep satisfaction. So with these things that I've I've learned from that podcast and the, the things that have really made me think, it's got me thinking obviously how can I change what I'm doing because it petrifies me and the last thing that I want to do is get to the end of my life and feel unhappy and feel unsatisfied and that I haven't achieved anything and actually I don't want to be part of this culture anymore and I have been part of this culture I've been a massive part of this message of hustle culture work 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 you have to sacrifice everything to get what you want I've been a part of that because honestly up until right now that is what I've known and that is what I've always done. I've sacrificed so much to get what I've got to. But I can't sit here and tell you today that I feel satisfied. So what was the point of it? Do you know what I mean? What was the point in sacrificing all that stuff if the end goal is dissatisfaction? So that is why I want to massively change this narrative and change the culture. And I want to now figure out how I can still achieve everything that I want to achieve, but do it in a way that is fulfilled and I get everything and I'm being led by happiness. So that is the, the question that I'm asking myself today is that I'm asking myself, what is it that, when am I at my most happiest? You know, what is it that brings me the most amount of joy? And there's two things I can point that down to. One is being with my kids in the most purest of ways. Like when I'm literally, I'm sat so close with them and Frankie says something hilarious. Like he says a new word and I'm like, where the hell did he get that word from? Or and Margot is just laughing with a big gummy smile and she just can't get enough of being with her brother. Moments like that bring me pure, pure joy where I'm so in that moment. Other moments that bring me pure, pure joy and happiness is when I can help someone in their business or help someone with something that I've learned how to do. So I've been helping a friend recently with her business and she messaged me the other day saying, oh my God, I've just made a sale on, on this thing. And it was something that I taught her how to do. And it lit me up so much because I thought, ah, oh, I was I was a part of that joy. I was a part of bringing that joy to that person. And that's amazing. And so 
I realise that now my future, I want to be led with, I want to have a business that enables me to have those pure moments with my kids as much as I want, but also enables me to bring joy to people through my teaching in that way. So I'm going to give you an example of how this actually completely played out of like old Carly and this new Carly that I want to be. So I was thinking about, um, you know, what I'm doing this year and what my plans are. And I have a plan to bring out a program in September teaching all about um, how to create online courses and passive income and all of that, because it's something that massively lights me up. I really realized that in the last few months, I love teaching this um, and even teaching the tech and all of that. So I have a program that I'm launching in September. And I was thinking about what I want my goals for that for that program and my immediate my immediate go-to mindset was I was thinking about what I wanted to earn from that from that program launch and I was thinking well this person has just done a a launch fairly similar to that she made two million pounds from that launch so because I've been wired to never ever setting my goal lower than a bar that has been set I said to myself I want to do two million dollars like I want to do two million pounds or more as well. That's my goal. So how can I figure out how to do that? Started putting a plan in place about how I could reach um, two million from that from that course launch. And then I caught myself, and I thought, does that does the work involved to get a launch that size enable me to have those pure moments with my kids? Or am I going to be mega stressed out, completely like burnt out, wiped out because I don't have a team? It's just me on my own at the moment. Does that enable me that time? No, it doesn't. Does it enable me to work with and touch the people that are in that course on the close level that I want to? Or will there be so many people in that course that they actually don't get that, that you know, that value from me and that coaching from me? Are they just a number? Or are they going to be part of, you know, can I give them what I want to give them that it enables me to have happiness in that moment as well? No, it doesn't. So, it made me massively change my goal because I realised that I will be no happier with two million pounds in the bank than I would with two hundred thousand pounds in the bank because it's actually not the money that brings the happiness. It's the it's the process. It's the what you're able to give people. It's the time that you're that you're able to spend. Two hundred grand is an incredible amount of money. It doesn't need to be two million right now at this time in my life in order to bring me happiness. And so that's been a massive, massive change for me. Instead of thinking, I need to be the biggest and the best and do the most and blah, blah, blah. I just have to think what brings me happiness and what is going to make me feel fulfilled and satisfied and like I'm doing a really good job of what I'm trying to do. So yeah, that was a massive wake up call for me. And I I hope it, you know, prompts you to ask that same question. And when I've been doing coaching recently with people, since, you know, listening to this podcast and having this kind of shift in my own head, all I'm asking people now is what makes you happy? What do you, what do you want to do? Does this make you happy? Does, do you get happiness out of this? And of course, I'm never going to, I'm always a, an ambassador of work ethic. I'm never going to tell you that you don't need to work hard because you do need to work hard. I'm never going to tell you that you just need to think about what you want, think happy thoughts, and it'll all come to you. That's that's ridiculous. Of course, you need to work hard, but you need to work hard in something that brings you happiness and you actually need to make sure that you're not sacrificing the things, the very things that bring you the most amount of happiness because 
the the thing that you're striving for is going to leave you feeling empty at the end of it and what is the point of that so figure out what it is that makes you the most happy that lights you up that fills your soul that th- that makes you think if nothing else was in the world and this was all i had i would feel happy with this and i know that when i cho- really really tune in my time with my family in the purest of moments not doing crazy things going to disney world but in the purest of moments of all sitting on the sofa together that brings me happiness. When I'm not thinking about work, I'm not thinking, oh God, I need to get this done. I'm not trying to juggle the two things. I'm just in the moment and I'm pure and happy. And then when I'm teaching someone how to do something that I've learned how to do that I know is going to positively impact their life and I know is going to enable them to be able to live a life in their happiest state, that brings me happiness. So ask yourself, what is it that brings you happiness? What is it that if you achieved everything that you wanted to achieve, you would feel happy and satisfied and all of that. Just ask yourself that question. I think it's such a good such a good way to lead your life. If you are led with happiness instead of led by ego and titles and money and and believe me, I'm by no means saying that I don't want to I don't want to build massive wealth. I I do want to build massive wealth because I know what I can do with that wealth I can impact even more people and I can have experiences with my family that I could never have before and there is a level of peace and comfort that comes with financial security so I'm by no means saying lower your goals and think oh money isn't important because I honestly believe money is important it really is but there is a way in order to get that money that doesn't mean sacrificing everything you have. And there is also an amount of money that brings you the exact same happiness that a ridiculous amount of money will bring. So I'm just resetting my values and resetting my priorities. And it feels good. I feel calm for the first time in a really, really long time. And the idea that I'm going to reach the end of my life and feel so fulfilled and so happy and so full is really, really exciting to me. And that's what's really inspired me to, um, yeah, change the way I'm working. So this is something I'm massively passionate about. I really want to be a part of changing this culture. And I really want to figure it out for myself so that I can teach every single one of you how that you can have wildly ambitious goals and you can achieve everything that you've ever dreamed of but feel so full and happy in the entire process without sacrificing 360 days of the year in order to feel five days of the year where you feel excited and you get that dopamine rush. I don't want that anymore. I want us to feel full and like we're high on something 365 days of the year. And so that is what I'm on a a mission to create right now. So thank you so much, my loves. I hope you found that interesting. I really hope it it gives you a, a little prompt to take a moment and think, and what I do am is is what I'm doing right now making me happy and if not go in a pursuit of that happiness I can't wait to chat to you soon if you love this episode please take a screenshot add it onto your Instagram and tag me at Carly Myers Life and I can't wait to hear what those happy moments are for you thanks guys speak to you soon bye Hey, just a quickie, if you would love more info like this and you want to engage with more people exactly like you, then make sure you head over to my Facebook group, the Ambitious Female Entrepreneur Club. It is an amazing space full of entrepreneurs and ambitious people that are going to challenge you to become more and be more and do more and create more for yourself. 
I'm so inspired by this group of women and every single month I get an expert coming in and teaching a free masterclass alongside lots of other free trainings and Facebook lives and loads of assets to help you build your business online. I really cannot wait to welcome you into the Ambitious Female Entrepreneur Club. See you soon. Bye.